Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my right is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How's it, King? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Another win, in fantasy at least. Who, for me? Both for of you? Us. Yeah, both, yeah. yeah. Both I'm, of us. I'm, un- I'm beaten. Yes. I'm beaten. <laughs> we're only, only week four. But yeah. Only week four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not so good a week in real life for... Uh, Baltimore reasons. No, no, that was one of my picks I got wrong this week. Mm-hmm. I backed you for the first time this season. Yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> you happened? let me down, my man. You let me down. <laughs> they let you down. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. In this week's show, we'll mm-hmm. obviously be looking back at week four mm-hmm. and uh, certain topics. We've got Todd Bowles. Is he on the high seat of all? Uh, the cards. Mm-hmm. Only team now zero and four. We could do an injury report, because mm-hmm. there were quite a few horrific injuries yeah, this week. Yeah, they were. Nasty, nasty. Can those Rams be stopped, King? I'm going to ask you Ooh. a serious question about them Rams. And uh, then, obviously, we're finishing with the week five picks. Yep. I guess we should address the two elephants not in the room, mm-hmm. and that is Punk Raider and Denver Dave. Not yep. with us today, unfortunately, no. for different reasons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we well, Punk is laid up after an operation today, so wishing him a speedy recovery. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dave just couldn't be bothered. No, no, Dave is busy today. So, but they should be back next week. Okay, and then Dave's off to Denver after next week. How convenient, given his name. Yeah, so we hopefully be getting some feedback from him while he's out there. Mm. No, he's part of the crew now, so he needs to be delivering. Yeah, I think the feedback's pretty much going to be Von Miller's great. The rest of the teams. <laughs> I think the what we have to tell him is to enjoy the tailgate because you're going to enjoy the game against <laughs> yeah. the Rams. <laughs> So yeah, week four is done. That is a quarter of the season gone, King, which I'm annoyed about. Wow, that seems like only a day ago that NFL started. That is so quick, isn't it? Yeah. Flown by. It's not It's not right. No. And, with it being a quarter of the way gone already, mm-hmm. there is a coach that I believe is on the hottest seat of all. Okay. Todd Bowles. Yeah. Okay, so first topic. Is he on the hottest seat in NFL, first of all? And is it justified? Um, I think he is. I think he is. I can't think of anyone, even the cards. Mm. Steve Wilkes doesn't seem to be in a, a bad position right now. Or at least the fans aren't paying for his blood. No. No. You could say maybe John Gruden, but that's a 10-year, $100 million deal. He, no, no so, chance. Absolutely no chance. Not. Absolutely not, no. Uh, Texans, well, Bill O'Brien could, maybe. He's been a couple of years now and he hasn't really push that team forward too and much. I, and without being funny, they've got talent. Like, yeah. that's, that's not a team that's, you know, I, get, I know he's a sophomore quarterback. I know he only played a few games last season. Um, but Watson is showing flashes, needs to be more careful with the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they've got one of the top five wide receivers in the league. You've got Fuller, who is all of a sudden become way more consistent than he was previously. Yeah. And you've got Watt and Clowney, which I think, do you know what, I think any team would... And I mean this, any yeah. team, maybe not the Bears at the moment, but any other team would trade their defensive ends for. It's They've got crazy talent. Yeah. Tyron Matthew, super underrated at the back end. Or Ooh. sort of unsung, really, actually. He's not underrated. Everyone loves him. But it's, um, yeah, maybe... We'll see where they are at the end of the season. If, they, if they're if they not winning a playoff game, he could they could legitimately look to it's move on. It's a tough old division to get out of, that AFC South, as well. It is immensely tough but when you've got that kind of talent you should be getting out of it. I think so I think so one of the top six seeds so I think he could be on a hot seat he's not at the moment no but the one that is mm. by the fans reaction is Todd Bowles yeah 
So let's let's have a look at Todd Bowles because obviously he kind of flies under the radar a little bit. He does in New York. Can I just quickly say as well? I think that okay. Jason Garrett might be in the same situation Ooh, yeah, as Bill O'Brien at the end of the season. Mm, Again, they've like... got mad faith in him. Well, he got squeaky this week, but he um, Jerry I think Jones has the faith in him. He does, but <laughs> if they don't win a playoff game this year or make the playoffs, they. Uh, I think that yeah, there could be there could be a change there as well. You could say delusional faith after he compared the Rams and Cowboys offense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they both got good running backs, but mm. that's where the similarities end. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Maybe the Cowboy Jason Garrett certainly the fans have kind of had enough of him. I think. I think so. Um, but Todd Bowles, yes, back to the Bowles. Mm. See, so he, he flies under the radar so much. In his own segment, we can't talk about it. Oh, him. yeah, no, we don't want to, no. <laughs> his record, after this is his fourth season as the Jets head coach, his uh, record is 23-31. to 31. That's wins to losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, first season was great. They, they had a 10-6 and six record. Uh, finished second in the AFC East, but, of course, missed out on the postseason. Uh, but that's where the fun ends, really, for, for Jets fans and, and Todd Bowles. Next two seasons were 5-11 and 11 record. And this year, he is 1-3. and three. Yeah. So, those last two seasons, he finished bottom of the AFC East. Mm-hmm. And last year, they were expected to completely blow out. But they were actually, they got five wins that they weren't expecting to get. Yeah, McCown played well. Yeah. And um, Robbie Anderson turned up from and, nowhere. Yeah, Anderson was was a, was 100 yards and a, a, at least one touchdown for, I think, five or six straight weeks. He was mm-hmm. unstoppable. Um and they managed to find a, a link between Bilal Powell and Elijah Maguire as the two running backs. Yeah. That actually did some damage and got over 100 yards every game. Yeah, game. yeah. Absolutely. They were, um, yeah, they, uh, and, you know, they were stout in defence. Jamal Adams is the, the rookie pickup at the Just, time. He led them from day one, didn't he? Yeah. So, again, they've got they've got a few pieces. They've lost the likes of Sheldon Richardson, who was, you know, for a couple of years in the top 100 made a few pro bowls Mo Wilkerson Mo Wilkerson again same sort of thing he was um, you know he's just he was just such a big guy Mm. Um, one in the locker room but two in you know on the field and I think actually hit the the loss of those players despite the fact they've been disruptive um, has just made them not particularly entertaining to really they're not really noticeable frankly no. they, they have gone under the radar despite the five wins which is not Brown's territory but is is not good enough um, no. to keep a job I, I can't believe he's been there that long yeah flown by hasn't it yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah I kind of thought he'd been there a couple of years um, I, I think that he'll be given another few weeks because he's got or not a few weeks but maybe even longer than that because he's got a rookie quarterback well, he does have Sam Darnold, mm. who they do believe is the the future of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Probably rightly so. He has looked pretty good, considering he looks, you know, he's it, just been thrown into the NFL. He looks exactly like a rookie who's come out of a spread system. Yeah. Exactly like one. That's You know, he can make that f- first game. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Super consistent. Problem is, not so. He, you know, you put him in, you give him a span of four or five games. Yeah. He's going to turn the ball over. He's extremely young. He's not used to being under centre. He's not used to calling plays at the line of scrimmage. He's not used to reading defences and calling audibles. He's going to struggle. Um, and he's got a defensive head coach rather than an offensive head absolutely. coach. Absolutely. He's not going. Yeah, he's not going in like Tannehill now. He's got Gaze, who's 
an offensive mind who you know is a wizard, frankly, and, mm-hmm. and has made him look fantastic this season. Or Andy Reid for Mahomes. Andy Reid for Mahomes, absolutely. And you know, with um, Garoppolo, Doug Pedersen, yeah, Shanahan, Garoppolo. So you yeah. look at these guys that go in and have got offensive minds, uh, or go in there with offensive minds straight away. Especially very creative guys because you then tend to tailor the playbook to their strengths mm-hmm. while also incorporating them into what your overall plan is. But he doesn't have that freedom. Um, so I think Darnold will struggle over the, the course of this season, despite the fact, actually, I think he's looked pretty promising. Yeah. Um, and again, is that what, what, who's going to be there longer term? And, and that comes into the equation from the organization standpoint. Actually, Darnold's, what, 22, 23 years old. Yeah. And actually, the guys we've mentioned have all had success mm-hmm. at the quarterback position with an offensive mind at the forefront of their team and the organization. You know, potentially that 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 could be the catalyst for him to go as well. If he's not, if Darnold isn't developing the way and wants him to, or he's not being consistent, they're not creating opportunity. Frankly, from his perspective, they're not creating opportunities for him to succeed. No. Um, you know, maybe you look elsewhere because there are guys out there. Maybe you can finally lure McDaniel's away from <laughs> New England. <laughs> Unlikely, but that would be a coup for the Jets. That would be it? hilarious. The, the opposite of the Belichick move, isn't yeah, it? You know? that would be hilarious. <laughs> And also, considering he's a defensive-minded coach, in mm. air quotes, I mean, you know, he came from being the defensive coordinator at Arizona mm-hmm. for two years, um, took over from Rex Ryan. 5-11, and 11, two years in a row, doesn't scream defensive powerhouse, does it? No. It's not the, the Jets team that got to the, the playoff the championship game, is it? No, no, no. Well, he doesn't have the talent in his defense, but what I don't like is when he did have it, he didn't know how to command it. Yeah. You know, Richardson was off doing his own thing and getting arrested. You had mm-hmm. Wilkerson, who was being disruptive within the, the locker room. Um, you know, you've got Adams now, he's just a natural leader. Frankly, he looks like the coach of that team defensively. Yeah. So, And he's a second-year player. And Darren Lee as well. And Lee's been, yeah, Lee's been great. He's all over the shot because he's so fast. But it's, um, you know, they're both, what, third year, second and third-year players. Um, and that can't be the case. You need to have a balance of, you know, look at the Jags of suddenly, you know, last season... You know, nearly made it into the Super Bowl because you add the you know key additions uh, along with that young talent. Mm-hmm. You know, you get veteran help and 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 guidance, but they've um he doesn't seem to have been able to to manage that team well either as an, a coordinator or as a head coach. You know, the, they're they're key guys that we normally would talk about a few years ago have gone. Um, yeah, which you know a lot of teams will. You know, look at Cowboys and people like that with Lawrence, who's who's been inconsistent, shows consistency. All of a sudden, they sign him to a long term deal. Whereas, um, you know, then the 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 Jets aren't doing that and they're not able to retain their best players. It seems that Bowles was kind of a reaction hire to Rex Ryan, yeah. And you know, the kind of circus that he he brings as a head coach. You, they had enough of Rex in New York, so they're getting Todd Bowles, who you hardly ever hear from. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so quiet. Yep. Um, which worked out one season, but like I said, it, it's just been, this is the third season now, yeah. and it's just getting worse. It is, um, and I get having a defensive coach, and, and, and it, the, the reaction and the thought process behind it, you know, this is my understanding of it, is that division is about beating the Patriots and being yeah. Tom Brady. So and I understand. Yeah, and I understand having a defensive coach at the forefront, but, you know, you look at other teams that have had success actually against the Patriots in the Dolphins, yep. they, that's since they got gays in. And he's been... Well, it's not talking about Patriots and Dolphins, because that was basically a blowout. True, true. But up till now, they have been a bit of a banana skin for the Patriots. 
Yeah, because they usually face them in week 16 or something. Yeah, possibly. But I think that, you know, it's it's not... That having a defensive coach isn't the tried and tested route. No. Well, look at um, Texans against the, the Patriots. Mm. You need to get into a shootout with Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When he's got a weak receiver call. Yeah, for sure. That's a chance to get him. So I think that, you know, I understand the thought process behind that's what you need to do to win the division and that's how you get into the playoffs, but it's not worked. No. For 10 years they've tried to hit Brady and no one's got close to it. Nope. No one's got close to smacking him on the, on the ground. Nope. He's- so what can they do with Todd Bowles? Well, just to let you know about the contract situation, King, mm-hmm. uh, he signed a four-year deal back in 2015, so he's coming to the end of that one. But then at the end of this, uh, last year, the Jets retained him for the 2018 season and signed an extension through to 2020. Oh. So he's snuggled in there. <laughs> Despite going five and eleven twice, yeah. they decided, "Yeah, we want this guy for the next three years." Uh, um, those contracts don't matter. They'll put, no, they'll well. they'll pay that off if they need to. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's um, if he's not performing, they'll get rid of him. Yeah, it's you know as as, as frustrating it is that, as it is that they could have walked away scot free at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and had they had the foresight to do that, that would have been, um, you know, obviously saved them millions of dollars. But yeah. I don't, I don't think that's going to be a, a blocker. I don't think it's going to be a deterrent for them to actually pull the trigger if they feel like that's that's necessary. That's it's, fair enough. It's the Donald thing. It's the the Donald thing is what is either going to make him or break him. And it looks like it's breaking him right at the now. moment. It is, yeah, yeah. Do you know who he reminds me of now? When I was thinking more about Todd Bowles, because obviously he's so under the radar, you don't even mm. think about Todd Bowles that much. Not Fisher. Not Fisher, no. Gus Bradley. Ah. Another defensive coordinator guy when he was in Seattle. Went to the Jags in 2013. Mm-hmm. Given the four years to do something with the Jags, but didn't get past five wins. Um, And it was only when he left, and then you got someone a bit more offensive-minded, mm-hmm. that they managed to turn that franchise around because they did have some decent players. Yeah, because they had a defensive coach to pick up a load of players that are really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's what it reminded me of, was a bit of Gus Bradley there. Yeah. People liked him, but he never really had the chops to to push it as a head coach. No, I agree. Good analogy. Thanks. Well, good comparison, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah. Let's move on to our next topic then, because... Mm -hmm. What we saw this week was two of the three teams that hadn't won a game win a game. Mm-hmm. Took the Raiders to overtime to do it, mm-hmm. and a dodgy spot call um, to stop the Browns from getting a first down. We won't talk too much about that. But uh, it does mean that there's only one team left in the NFL without a single win to its name. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's many surprises here that it's the Arizona Cardinals. No. Could have been the Bills, but they had a freak win. Mm-hmm. So, Cards... What are we thinking? What exactly is going wrong over there right now? And are they going to fix it anytime soon? No, they've got they've got two good players. That's it. Literally, that is it. They've got Chandler Jones, who's one of the best pass rushers in the league. Yeah. And they've got David Johnson, who still, to me, looks like he's lacking a step based off the injury. Sounds like a bit of disrespect for Larry Fitzgerald. Well, actually, that is a massive disrespect. I apologise. What Patrick Peterson? Apparently, oh my God! Wow, <laughs> I've had a mare. Uh, Buddha Baker. I've uh, Baker's all right, but he's not. He's not he's one of the elite good. guys. It's pretty good. But no, Patrick Kandici? Peterson. Uh, what like five, five tackles in three seasons? Jim? I don't think he is. Uh, nah, five don't tackles think he is. recently. I think you're just trying to recycle, <laughs> recycle, 
recycle the fact he was your sleeper of the draft three or four he years was, ago. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, you hit on that one. But um, he's um, yeah, I've had a mare as well. So no, they've they've got four players then that are <laughs> very players. very very good. Yeah, across um, twenty two. Across twenty two. Yeah, it's it's well across yeah across offense and defense. So I don't think that's enough for them to win games. Mm. Um, you know they've got rid of. Tyron Matthew, they've you know they've got rid of a few players that Calais Campbell, Calais Campbell over the last couple of years, you know important players both in the locker room and um, you know within the organisation from a leadership and play standpoint. It's it's not only just about them those guys being leaders. Look what Calais Campbell's done in the, since he's joined the Jags. Um, you know, and Tyron Matthew again is I know he didn't perform particularly well in his last season with the Cardinals, but I do think he's still an excellent player. He's still oh, young, yeah. so. Um, you know, I don't really know what the answer is, frankly. I think Bradford's there's limitations on Bradford. I think he's an average quarterback. He's probably <laughs> a not a great starter, but a very good backup. We, we've talked about Bradford several we, times on this podcast. We have. Over I the think years. I think he's one of the better backups, but one of the worst starters. Um, <laughs> and I th- and I think that's kind of where he sits, unfortunately. How does that make sense? Um, well, it's just, it's, it does make sense. It, it does make sense. Do you? A Super Bowl. A team won in the Super Bowl with a backup. They've you got can Mark have Glenn good backups. Him as well. You can have good backups. But, um, you know, and, and Rosen, I don't think's ready. And, and I well, think, they're starting him. They're going fine. with him now. And that's fine. I think I think his mechanics are, are sound. I think his throw motion's sound. I think he's got a strong enough arm. I think he's not ready emotionally. I just mm. don't think he's ready from a mature, maturity standpoint. Um,. You know, I don't think he reads the game quick enough. I think he's too inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say he won't be successful long term, but I just think that he's going to have similar to Darnold, where he has those peaks and troughs. I just think that Darnold is emotionally more equipped to handle the NFL than Rosen is. Well, I agree with you. Mm. And the other problem is that he is in a, a division that have left the cards behind mm. completely. Mm. I mean. If it wasn't for the Garoppolo injury, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be a question here. No, but uh, as it turns out, I've got I've actually got the rest of the schedule here, King. Okay, so I'm going to throw this at you now. Okay, because I think there's only four teams which totals five games. I think are winnable for the Cards. Yeah. Uh, first up is next week. They're at 49ers. Do you think they can win that game? I think they can win it now. Garoppolo's out, but mm. um, but Bethel played okay this week. Uh, Bethel's okay. He's, Kept he's, the Chargers twenty two points, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, I think they could win it. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, I must, I think yeah, can, must, yeah. Yeah, I think they can win it. Okay, okay. I don't know if they will, but I think they can. Right, then they've got the Vikings and Broncos uh, away to the Vikings, home to the Broncos. I can't see them winning those games. <laughs> Maybe Broncos if Keenum has a bad game. Okay, but uh, I doubt that. I doubt that. Then they've got the Forty uh, ers again at home. Yeah, that's an easier one. Then they got their bye week. Mm-hmm. Then they got they can win that one. Yeah. <laughs> then they got the Chiefs away. I think the bye week could be the first week they don't lose. I think that's yeah. good. That's positive. <laughs> yeah. Then they got Chiefs away. Yeah. So that's not looking good. Nope. Uh, Raiders at home. Nope. No. I think by then Gruden. Was that was one of the ones I'd picked out as a I possible. Think, I think Gruden will have you know sorted out the shit by then. Chargers away. Well, we like we love losing to teams that you do like charity. Yeah, we do. So maybe, maybe uh, that one. Then away to the Packers. No. Yeah. Uh, then they're home to the Lions. That was one I picked out. That maybe Lions like being inconsistent. Maybe they've got too many wide receivers. Peterson can't do it all. No. 
then they're away to the Falcons. Uh-huh. Home to the Rams. Good luck. Uh, and then away to the Seahawks. Maybe. I mean, the Seahawks just beat them mm. in Arizona. Mm. Um, but that is the other one I, po- mm-hmm. I posited maybe uh, a possible there. Yeah. I think so you, you seem more negative than I do on those results. I think they might get two wins this season. Oof. Yeah. Two, two, maybe three. Two or three wins this season. I can't see them getting more than that. No, I think you're right. Does that mean they get the first pick in the draft then, do you think? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a bit I of doom and gloom. Sorry, Cards fans. I, no, well, not, not sorry, Cards fans. Well, they're going to get the first pick in the draft if, again, if but Rosen's, you just picked up a quarterback, so... Well, yeah, and if Rosen's the guy, then, um, you know, and they think he is, that that gives them a like, big enough sample size to really assess him, which I think is important. Yeah. Um, rather than ba- basing assumptions on, you know, his value last year, um, you actually get a chance to assess him, and that's why Garoppolo was worth that second round pick, despite the fact he was on a contract year. Uh, and could have left as a free agent. Yeah. You know, you'd you'd sin three or four games, um, and you're willing to pull the trigger on that. So I think that's important. That you actually get a chance to see Rosen, um, you know, and then you can assess from there. Because I think you need some more pass rush. I think that's, you know, you've got Jones, who's brilliant, but he's doing he's a one man show at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe some leadership in the middle if there's a linebacker. Um, you know, and you just need talent on offense. Really, Fitz is Fitz is the only guy I could really pick out that's. Um, yeah, if, the, if they do well, anything, frankly. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Johnson, if, Johnson, Johnson, if he's well, he just doesn't look the same at the moment. And and and, and again, that's not me me judging Johnson any way, shape, or form. He looks like he's still, you know, getting back into full speed, which which is understandable based on the amount of injuries he's had over the last two years. The definition of judging someone. I am. Just done. <laughs> well, I'm absolutely judging him. Then I'm trying to not harshly. Not harshly. Yeah, saying. I'm not trying to be critical. No, I'm just not, I'm not a, being a Colin Coward about these I'm, things. I'm assessing it based on you know he is. He's not full speed. When healthy, he no. is one of the most dynamic players in the league. Unfortunately, yeah. he's not at the moment, and no. that's showing by his stats. So if they do get, if just hypothetically, then if they do get the number one overall pick, yeah, this draft has been touted as very heavy on defense, especially yep. defensive line. Yeah. But considering the fact we only picked out four good players in their team, do they have to move out of that first pick? Do you know, if you can, if you can get two first rounders, if you can get yeah, if you can get two first rounders in two seconds, yeah, for the number one pick, yeah. But you you can't drop too far because they are so lacking in talent. Yeah, it's going to be another year of just... yeah. So I, if if I'm them, I'm not dropping outside the top ten. I'm only trading with the team in the top ten. Excellent. All right. Well, I think we've talked about the cards. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, they do get a win or two. Mm-hmm. Just because it, the longer it goes on, the worse it gets, isn't it? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So our next topic, King, is one that we don't like to talk about, really. Yeah. But it happens, and that's the injury report. Uh huh. Let's start at the top. Earl Thomas. Yeah. This was this was a crusher. This one fractured his lower left leg midway through the third quarter of Sunday's twenty seventeen win over the Cards. Uh, yeah, so that's him for the season, obviously. For sure, yeah. What happens next to Earl Thomas? What happens next season when he's not uh, he's not got a contract with the the Seahawks anymore and his legs fully healed? Who's picking him up? He'll be at the Cowboys next year, hundred percent. Yeah, despite the bowing that he did. To the sideline, Did I didn't see this. Well, that was when he played the Seahawks last week. He got an interception, and then uh, did a bow to the 
the cowboy sideline looked like it might have been disrespectful rather than a kind of come get me possibly possibly they think maybe they're circulate he thinks they're circulating rumors i don't think it matters he's he played at texas he's been open about wanting to go back there um you know and and he is has been incredible but he is coming towards the end of his career Mm-hmm. and be coming off a, a bad injury he's, he's got one more contract in him really hasn't he that's why yeah. he wanted it to be sewn up already yeah so I think that if he's not going to get paid long term in Seattle which is where he'll get the most money mm-hmm. he will Um, I think he'll end up back in Texas going back home Cowboys though he'll be back in Dallas rather than with the Texans rather than with the Texans I'd love to see him that the might Texans. be a good that might be a Matthew. <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah. that crazy, means crazy. that uh, yeah awful to see that because um, yeah yeah, he's um, you know they they clearly rate him higher than the other guys in the Legion of Boom because they he's they, he's the one they've retained. Um, well, not didn't respect him that much, not given the contract. No, thing. no, 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 no. But they also they they you know they knew what they had in him and they knew he could add value at the moment. Yeah, and um, you know they wanted first and second round picks, whereas what was it a third rounder for Sherman? Mm. Um, you know, so it just shows you that they um, they do rate him highly. They just uh, yeah don't rate him as high enough, <laughs> high enough to pay, him. high enough to pay him. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a real shame because he's a he's a, you know he's a bit of a legend, really. It means the second year free safety Tedrick Thompson will take over mm. at that position for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up then is Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. What a surprise! He's in the injury report. Yep. Uh, he left the game against the Miami Dolphins in the third quarter of an ankle injury and never returned. Um, spend the remainder of the game in the locker room. There's no official word on the severity of the injury, um, and Gronk didn't hold his usual post-game news conference. So that means that now Dwayne Allen is the number one backup at tight end for the Patriots. It's fine, he's a decent backup. Yeah, he's all right. He's no Rob Gronkowski. Oh, no one is. No. Uh, but of course, they are getting players back, so it kind of mm. negates that a little bit. But still, Gronk is Gronk. Yeah. Do you think this is potentially his last season? No, he'll stay as long as Brady does. Which could be his last season. He'll stay as long as Brady does. <laughs> okay. And then maybe beyond it once Brady goes. Yeah. Uh, this one's much worse. Tyler Eifert, another tight end, this one for the Bengals. He broke his right ankle and will have surgery. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely season ending. Yeah. Which is a shame because he got a touchdown earlier on in that game. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, He's missed a lot of time as well because he, he I think he led the league in touchdowns a couple of seasons ago and and since then he's you know he's been in and out of the the team. Yeah. It was horrific. I saw that live. Um don't like to see that happen to anyone. We we saw it happen. It was uh mm. yeah, it was just a player rolled over his leg. Yeah, it's nasty. I knew straight away. Um then you know, just from looking at obviously well, it's not difficult because it was uh you know, it's it was obvious what happened, but it was uh nasty. You knew, you knew immediately it was he's going to be out a long time. You just hope, hope he uh, heals up and he's he's able to play again. Yeah, absolutely. You, we want to see him back on the field. That's yeah. coming from a Steelers fan. It doesn't matter your, your colour. Yeah, um, absolutely. You want to see the best players playing. And yeah, for sure. He's one of the best players in the league. So, yeah, yeah wish him all the best. Uh, next up is Leonard Fournette, running back for the mm-hmm. Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, he's injured. Hamstring tightness this time. Uh, he missed the past two games with a hamstring injury. And these kind of things linger, don't they, as well? Mm. So They do if they keep bringing him back too early. Yeah. It does seem like they kind of rushed him back and this is the expected result. Mm. Um, they have got TJ Yeldon and Corey Grant, who are good enough to cover. Yeldon's really stepped up this year. 
And it, they also said after the Patriot win that uh, it kind of helps not having Leonard Fournette sometimes in the in the lineup because they use him too much. They kind of go to him first, mm. which is a bit obvious. Yeah, so yeah. The, other, the defense is just guessing they're going to hand it off on yeah, yeah. first down. So, um, yeah. I either way, we don't want to see him injured. No. But, um, yeah, it's another hamstring tightness. This is a, a bit of a concern really for Fournette because it's only his second season in the league and he's been out a lot. Yeah, and you know, obviously, you know, there was the well publicized. His thought process in college was he wasn't going to play as you know his junior year because yep. he wanted to ensure he wasn't injured when he declared himself at the end of the season. You know, maybe that then at the time seemed like you know it's kind of one of those debates: was it really logical? Was it you know was it just egotistical? Actually, now maybe it was someone who you know was fully aware that they he's got limitations he's got yeah. limitations uh, you know around his availability and, and wanted to maximise that when he gets into the point you know gets to the point in his career where he's actually been paid um, <laughs> so you know it's um, it's a bit of a weird one but uh, yeah we hope he comes back soon they mm. just don't need to they just can't rush him no they just can't rush him another one that left the game and mm-hmm. uh, didn't return was Will Fuller mm-hmm. uh, he went off again with a hamstring injury he missed time uh, during the pre-season with a hamstring injury as well and uh, and a bit week one as well. So, but apparently uh, Bill O'Brien said that Fuller could have come back in, but he didn't want to. So, well, Bill O'Brien didn't want him to. I should okay. say rather than Will Fuller going, nah. Yeah, these these like super super fast like the the twitchy kind of athletes. They do tend to have muscular injuries, especially hamstring injuries, just because they are so that you know fast twitch, the acceleration, the explosion they have to get, you know, from zero to sprint in next to no time. Yeah. Um, so that is normal that they have sort of niggling injuries and it's mm-hmm. a good sign he could have come back into the game. So. One that you won't like was the mm. OJ Howard injury. I as won't he's in your fantasy he team. He is in my fantasy team. Uh, he left the game with a knee injury and didn't return. Yeah. Um, not much information from Dirk Cutter about this one in his post-game news conference. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, considering Howard has the fifth most receiving yards in the league right now, that's not good for the Pucks. No, he. Um, I believe they. He had a scan. Yeah, MRI. He had an MRI yesterday, and they said that he would be out for two to three weeks. I oh believe. dear. So, um, yeah, he is. Um, he is coming back soon, but yeah, a couple of weeks. To, yeah, a couple of weeks out. Fourth tight end on the list, Will Disley, mm-hmm. the uh, up and comer from Seattle. As the rookie, he went out in the first quarter to what Pete Carroll called a patella injury. That leaves Nick Vanette as the only safety, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, only tight end in the Seahawks. Yeah, um, yeah. It's all kicking not, off. Not great, not great for Will Disley. He's done all right so far. So playing to uh, cement his name. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's nice to see these guys suddenly emerge and mm. and, and do well. You know, the one that springs to mind is obviously Gary Barnage. Like. Came from absolutely nowhere and then became a household name and then kind Bowling of, Green, I think. Was the, yeah, and then Kentucky. but then kind of disappeared. So I think actually you 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 know you're 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 right on there. He needs the to now? he needs to make the most of it. Yeah. Uh, some other ones: uh, Terence Mitchell, a cornerback for the Cleveland Browns. Mm. He could be done for the season with a fractured forearm. Uh, he's been all right opposite Denzel Ward, mm. but um, yeah. That's that's probably a season ender. Yeah, uh, especially as your season only lasts for sixteen games if you're the Browns. Mm. So uh, then you've got Michael Hyde, safety for the Bills. Mm-hmm. He left Sunday's game in the four- first quarter with a groin injury and didn't return. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to speak to anyone afterwards either. 
then you've got Geronimo Allison, mm-hmm. who you know from your fantasy team, isn't he? Uh, he's, uh, he's on my bench, yeah. On your bench, yeah. Wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. He had a concussion in the second half and has placed on protocol for this week. Mm-hmm. He's had at least one other known concussion in his three NFL career, uh, three-year career. Oh, my God. Yep. Can I say that right? Yeah. It's easy for me to say. In his how yeah, long career? His, he's had a three-year career. <laughs> three-year career? He's right? had at least... Well, I've had the concussion. That's <laughs> at least at least two. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on from Geronimo Allison. You've got Kenny Vaccaro, safety for the Titans. He suffered a right elbow injury just before half-time as he tackled Eagles running back Wendell Smallwood. Uh, he came off in serious pain and uh, went straight to the locker room. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, didn't, it didn't look nice. No, it didn't. Uh, and also, let's round it out, shall we? Donald Penn, offensive tackle for the Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. It was another groin injury, I think, here. Uh, suffered it in the third quarter and replaced by rookie third-round draft pick Brandon Parker. He's not looked so bad, actually. They needed to replace Penn anyway, eventually. He's, get, he's getting on. I mean, he is that's getting the on. problem with these injuries. They take longer to, to heal when you As you get older, yeah, I've heard older, that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd know that. So. I asked Punk that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, well, we just hope he gets well soon. But yeah, like you say, that the the new guy looks decent, or he looked decent when he came in. Yeah, Parker. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that I'm not talking about any more injuries. No, that's it. Next topic, we're going to talk about a team that are four and zero, but not the White Hot Chiefs. Not this week, anyway. We're going to talk about. Possibly your favourite team at the moment. Mm, I think I you've like got them. a bit of a bit of a soft spot for this team. I like the fact that they're so good everywhere. <laughs> it's frightening watching them. I was at the LA Rams. They are so exciting. Well, yeah, they're certainly hanging in there with every single team they're going up against. <sighs> Dates that team is loaded. Mm. So how are we going to stop the Rams? Let's let's flip this around, okay? Because obviously we can wax lyrical about the Rams. Uh huh. But if you're an opposition defensive coordinator, yeah, how are you slowing down this team? Don't, don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Come on. I think you just strap yourself in and and hope <laughs> hope for the best. I, I've got no idea how you scheme for them because it's not the fact they've added Cooks. Cooks doesn't even look like their best receiver. Ooh, he doesn't. He, mm. And this is the thing: he's getting double teamed because he deserves to be. He's that good. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, Cooper Cup has elevated his game from someone who already exceeded expectations as a rookie. Yep. You know, you've got the likes of, um, you know, you've got the likes of Robert Woods, who's just... Stepping up, isn't he? Stepping up, putting up numbers week on week. Um, You know, and then Gurley's just... Again, just one of the most consistent... Because he's so dynamic in the screen game. He's so dynamic as a wide receiver as well as a running back. He's, um, yeah, they're just frightening in all phases. You know, they pick up Whitworth and he's been excellent as well. Like, they've got... Yeah, Roger Saffold at left guard as well. John Sullivan at centre. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Saffold we... was a tackle that they kicked inside. Like, yeah. they've got talent. We picked out four players for the cards. Mm. I did the same thing for the Rams. And I got... one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Thirteen. So, who are your thirteen? Thirteen great players. Who are your thirteen? Well, I've got to put Jared Goff in there now. Yeah, you've got to, yeah. Do you know what I noticed from the uh, the Thursday night game was that he was throwing bombs, but they were hitting them in stride. Yeah. Every single time it was a bomb, no matter what the receiver, they mm. didn't have to adjust their pace at all. No. It went straight into them like you'd drawn it in there. Okay. It was crazy how accurate um, 
and on the money those passes I were. I don't know who I've it never was. seen that before from Goff. I don't know who it was too in the back corner of the end zone, back right corner. And it, was it was Woods? Woods, I think so, yeah. And it was, um, you know, on the run, through it, and it was, as you say, perfectly in stride, but also no one else could make a play on that ball. No. And it was only a foot. It didn't look like, you know, it, it does. It looks super close. No one's reaching that. No one. That was either hitting the back pylon or being caught by his yeah. player. That was it. Unbelievable. Oh, utterly throw. impressed with what he was doing He's on those throws. He's been brilliant. And, at the, and at the line of scrimmage, the fact you can see he is changing plays at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, McVeigh's put in like a, you know, a load of schemes for audibles and stuff. That's fine. But he's recognising the defences and, and, and changing. And adjusting accordingly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, just the progression you want to see out of a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if he's calling his own plays on scrimmage like Peyton Manning did. No, because do you know what? Only Peyton Manning really does that. Brady does occasionally, but like, actually, the fact that they've they've schemed so well together, the two of them are schematically on point. So I think from from that standpoint, it doesn't matter if he's calling his own plays. He's just right. This we need to come out of this because so and so is looking at this, and it's just it's seamless, and everyone's on the same page. That whole offense is like a well old machine. It's frightening to watch. Yeah, yeah. We we criticised him on his first year, and I think rightly so because what he was showing us wasn't good enough. No, it wasn't. Absolutely right. But of course, that was under the Jeff Fisher high school offense that no one was enjoying watching, and uh, you know, and then he was being messed around with. Even Tom Gurley was rubbish in that offense. Yeah, but they were messing him around, switching him out as, as quarterback as well. So it definitely looks like, like we said with Todd Bowles earlier. They bring in an offensive-minded coordinator mm-hmm. instead as head coach, and look how it's working out. Mm-hmm. That's McVeigh has made Jared Goff. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I picked out Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, obviously Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. I've got to put in there at the moment because he is playing yep. really, really well. Cooper Cup, You've got to put him in if you put him Woods in. Andrew Whitworth, yeah, is one of the best left tackles in the game. Mm-hmm. Roger Saffold is one of the best left guards, mm-hmm. and John Sullivan is one of the best centers because mm-hmm. it's a hard position. It's underrated as yeah, a position. Yeah, absolutely. Um, didn't give it to Tyler Higby at tight end or Austin Blythe at right guard or Rob Haverstein at right no. tackle because I didn't know who Haverstein was. Uh, then you've got in the defence, obviously, Ndomakin Sue and Aaron Donald on the line. <sighs> Mark Barron mm-hmm. is consistently awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Marcus Peters and Nakib Tlaib at cornerback. Mm-hmm. Agree. Have I missed anyone out there? Lamarcus Joyner, John Johnson the third. Corey Littleton, Samson Ebukam, Matt Longacre, and Michael Brockers. Brockers. I was close to Brockers, but I didn't. Brockers, unfortunately, is is just not as good as Sue. So, no. it's, um, so yeah, so there we go. So. But he, you know, he's a fir- I think he's a first or second round pick from LSU. So you know, he was. Um, but they've also LSU, got LSU or Auburn. I can't remember which one it was. Sorry. But they've also got backup corners. It's Sam Shields, ex-Packer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nickel Roby Coleman, who's mm-hmm. a decent cornerback as well. Mm-hmm. So they've got depth there as well. Yeah, yeah. Dominic Easley. Yeah, he's all right as well. It's you know. mad, isn't it? And you think that they would have had Alec Ogletree and um, Robert Quinn if they hadn't have traded him? Yeah. The only weakness I can see now for the Rams mm. is if Goff gets injured, because all they've got a backup is Sean Mannion. Mm. That ain't winning you a game. That whole team falls apart if you don't if you have Sean Mannion under centre. Yeah. So that is the only thing now that's going to derail the Rams season is if Goff gets injured as far mm. as I'm concerned and then you get the old Kaepernick phone call I reckon ooh do you I think so you think they pick up Ka- oh I almost want that to happen now sorry Jared but <laughs> I don't want it to happen awesome. I don't want it to happen I don't Jared Goff's been, been excellent he has been yeah I'm oh, sorry 
but just to see that. Or you phone Brady. Uh, Brady. Peyton Manning. Get him back. Peyton Manning. Bring him back. Oh, him yeah. Noodle Noodle <laughs> Tony Romo out the booth. Yeah. Oh, Tony Romo on that Tony offense. Tony Romo. <gasps> Get. Sign him up. <laughs> Romo, played, Romo come out of, I know <laughs> yeah. but if he does get injured Romo come out of retirement for that, for that team oh, that would be the best team Romo's ever played for yeah. <laughs> but yeah I think I reckon the, honestly I think Kaepernick would be in play at that, in that situation it's not beyond the realms is it it's a coastal team mm-hmm. super creative offensive mind yeah McVeigh yeah <sighs> he's made an in, inaccurate Cross- quarterback in Goff all of a sudden look like he's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Just saying. Let's do what we did with the cards thinking, but the other way around, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to give you the rest of the schedule for the Rams. You tell me if they have a loss when? in this. Yeah. Uh, so, next up, they're away to the Seahawks. When? Uh, away to the Broncos. When? Away to the uh, 49ers. When? Because they played three home games in this four-game streak as mm-hmm. well. Might have made a difference. You say no. Then, of course, week eight, back home against the Packers. When away to the Saints, they might they could lose that because it could well, that would be a shootout. Yeah, uh, then home to the Seahawks. A win. This is my favourite game in the entire season. Week eleven, Rams against the Chiefs in LA. I think the Chiefs do them. <gasps> uh, no, Rams do them. Sorry, I think the Rams do them. I think the Rams do. Them. They got a buy in week twelve. Uh, then week thirteen, they're at the Lions. Mm. at the Bears home to the Eagles Super Bowl champs yeah I, I know who they are <laughs> away to the Cards yeah and home to the 49ers yeah I think they might lose two games who was the second game then Saints and then maybe Chiefs you said they beat the Chiefs I think they maybe might. the I, Chiefs I, I, those teams are so evenly matched because they both got, they're so dynamic on offence mm-hmm. except the Rams have got more on, on defense, defense. <laughs> yeah. so I'll pick the Rams, but I think that if if they both put up forty points, it's between the two. Like it, it's an absolute toss up. Do you know, I have no idea. Well, it's a bit like the Vikings game, wasn't it? You know, that was a, a kind of a toss up game. There's only one score in it in the end. Yeah, and they're both loaded on offense and defense. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they've not got the likes of Cooks and stuff who've been to like tons of Pro Bowls, but Diggs and Thielen, you know, as a combination, are up there with with any team. So. Um, you know, and Rudolph again is is you know is is a great tight end as well. So actually, they've got they've got more on the receiving, I think, across the board, tight end and wide receiver. Yeah. Um. You know, and and Cook when healthy's a quality running back as well. Which offensive unit in the league do you think is best set up to beat this Rams defense? Which offensive unit? Yeah. If you could pick an offensive unit, healthy Patriots. Healthy Patriots. I think. So Edelman back from his Edelman drug suspension. And, Edelman and Gronk. Drug suspension. Edelman and Gronk. I don't care. Edelman and Gronk. <laughs> Edelman and Gronk. Yeah. Edelman Gronk. Yeah. With Josh Gordon over the. Are top. we talking about two thousand? We're talking about two thousand and eight. Right now. Oh, sorry. I was not two thousand eight. I think that Wes Welker and <laughs> Randy Moss. No, I th- yeah, I think the Patriots because they're just so they're so quick. I think you then negate some of the pressure that you negate some of the things that Aaron Donald and Sue can do together. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and it is the the way they run their offense with the wide receivers, where it's they they play you based on how you play them, um, and that's why they're so t- hard to stop, and why they keep just going up and down the field. It's ridiculous because um, they they just beat you, but they let you dictate what they would do, and um, 
I think that that's the team that I think has the best chance. Okay. Or like week one and two fits. Like Fitzpatrick week one and two probably could have been in that Rams team. <laughs> right. But he he's back to normal Fitzpatrick now. <laughs> no so, more Fitzmagic. Yeah. So. Well, they're not even going to start him now, are they? No. Well, no. <laughs> that spell is it's over. It's exactly what we said would happen. Yeah. A couple we'll of weeks him, ago. Bring in Jameis and Look, that's if it. If he throws a couple of interceptions, he's going to get binned. <laughs> did it. He did it. It just took him two weeks. But yeah. um yeah, I think that I think the Patriots why who do you? I don't know. Who do you? I don't know. I was thinking maybe the Giants. Interesting. Just because OBJ has those slant routes that are just the awkwardest uh cut timings mm-hmm. and you've got Saquon Barkley now as a decent mm-hmm. uh, safety valve. Ingram's rapid at tight Ingram, end. Sterling Shepard stepping up. So even though I don't trust Eli at all, no. like at all and the O-line's not great either. Mm. It's just off the top of my head, I thought. Yeah, I think... I would say Mahomes at the moment. Like, right now. I would say Mahomes. Obviously, Mahomes, I think... uh, Mahomes holds on to the ball a bit too long, I think. Which is why I think this... Why he does exactly what I've picked, or the opposite to why I've picked the Patriots. (laughs) I I think Mahomes is unbelievable, and he's he's so mobile in the pocket, but I think that... He hasn't met Aaron Donald and uh, and Donald and Sue yet. And he will. He will. That's the problem. On the same week. Brady, I think... They'll nick him, don't get me wrong, but I don't think Brady's getting a, f- like a full-fledged hit from either Sue or Donald. If he did, I don't think he's getting up. No, exactly. Well, they're not allowed to land on him anymore, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. either way, mm. this Rams team is legit. This, they've got... I think this year or next year they have to win a Super Bowl. They are that good. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, unfortunately, you know, the stars will align like they did with the Eagles, you know, but that team, we actually take a step back and went, oh my God, that Eagles team stacked. You add yeah. Alshon Jeffrey and all of a sudden you've got unbelievable tight end play, unbelievable wide receiving play. You add a Jai who was a Pro Bowl running back. Doesn't really matter, he's playing court. Like, you know, Wentz was having an MVP season until he was injured, but Foles is... Has been a starter. Is one he's a game. decent backup. Yeah, I think he's, he's actually a better backup than Sam yeah, Bradford. Be- Let's have it right. Oh no, yeah, hundred percent. But and you know, Foles at one point had the the best touchdown to t- to interception ratio as a starter in the league. Yeah, and that's for the Rams. Like it's or was it Rams or Eagles? <laughs> no, it was, it was Eagles. Eagles. It was Eagles. <laughs> it was Eagles. But it's um, you know, he went away from the Eagles and back. He did from the Chiefs. But it's um, you know, Foles Foles is decent. But then you you know Jenkins, Graham. Cox, like actually, that team was stacked, and you yeah, kind of yeah. take it. You can make comparisons between the team last year with the Eagles and what you've got with the the Rams. You know, what you've got with the Rams, and um, you know, obviously, and, and Wentz, it'd be amazing if they win this year because Wentz went two and Goff went one. That was another thing I was thinking of actually this week was mm. just we talk about these quarterbacks now they go out and who got the best deal uh, mm. number one, number two, and we all thought that Wentz was the. Standout. It was a standout, obviously, yep. and he went second, and Goff went first, and it was a bit of a bust after his his first season. Mm-hmm. But um, if they can get a Super Bowl win back to back, like yeah. Eagles last year and Rams this year, then that totally justifies the Rams taking Goff number one. Yeah, overall, and it'd be nice for them. It'd be nice to see that as well. You if, want to see quarterback if, classes if do well. Wentz comes back to what he was last year. You might have one and two, two from what three three years ago draft. Yeah, they're two of the top five quarterbacks in the league which is mad yeah because you know Roth, without being funny Roethlisberger's not in that conversation anymore Rivers isn't in that conversation anymore Breeze looks a bit older this year Rogers, He's 39 Rogers doesn't look as consistent as he was previously but is still in that top 5 marker 
Brady still in the top five marker, and then you, whoever you want. But it's like you know, actually, I don't think there's I don't think there's four other players be- playing better than those two guys. No, Rogers looked a bit gaunt on the TV this week. Looked yeah. a little bit like he was a little bit ill. Mm. Know, quite quite pasty. Mm. Uh, not normal Rogers face. No. Um, okay. So there we go. That is the the Rams dealt with for now. Yeah. Good luck anyone facing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which slides us into our final segment, King. Yeah. Which is the picks for the week. Yeah. Um, let's first of all start by talking about Week Four's results. Mm-hmm. And congratulations, sir! But a massive improvement on your own uh, your own record. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So out of 15 games, because mm-hmm. it was the bye, uh, for the, who was it, Redskins and Panthers, yep, uh, you went 10 and 5. Oh, I'll take that. 10 and 5, double digits. Unfortunately for the people, Kimmy got 6 and 9. Okay. So, not not brilliant, mm-hmm. but thank you anyway, Kimmy. Yeah. And hopefully later on in the year, rematch, yeah. get you back on for rematch. For sure. Grudge match. It does mean that overall, King, mm-hmm. you are 33 out of 57, and the people are 34 out of 57. So you've pulled it down to one point between okay. the two of us. Okay. Between you and the people. Yep. <laughs> so this week, yep. you're up against Connor. Okay. Who, I don't know who he supports. He doesn't say in the notes. Um, I think he might be a Giants fan. Is that based on the photo on Twitter or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I've got his picks here. Okay. 15 games. Yep. Because this week the Bears and the Bucks are on a bye. Yep. Okay. So let's see what we get. Thursday night game. Yep. You go like this. Indianapolis Colts at New England Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots. Okay. What do you think Connor's gone for? Patriots. Colts. Wow. Throwing it out there with Andrew Luck. Straight away. I like Andrew Luck. I'm a big Luck guy. A big Stanford man. Oh, love a Stanford player. <laughs> you do, except when they're going up against Tom Coach Brady. Coach Shaw. Coach Shaw, you're my guy. <laughs> All right, Patriots again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Sunday games. Mm-hmm. We've got the New York Giants going to the Carolina Panthers. Keep Pan- pounding. Panth- Panthers. Off a bye as well, Panthers. Yeah. Panthers at home against the Giants. Mm. Okay, you're going Panthers. So did Connor. I'll let you know now if he goes against what you've picked. Mm-hmm. All right. If I don't say anything, assume he's picked the same. Yep. Uh, then we've got the, oh my word, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs. Game of the week. Talked about Mahomes not seeing some pressure. Mm. He going to see it this week. He is. He is. Is he going to win though? I think the Jags will win that game. Oh! God. Don't say that about my Mahomes. I love Mahomes, man. <laughs> I love him. I love the Jags. We're going to see him in a few weeks. I think the Jags are. Um, I think the Jags are going to. All right. Next up, Atlanta Falcons uh-huh. at Pittsburgh Steelers. Falcons out Steelers. Mm-hmm. So, mate, I'm sorry. <laughs> Falcons. I'm sorry, man. Who do you think wins that game? And don't, forget you're a Steelers fan. I can't forget for, I'm a Steelers fan. For a second. I can't. I can't for a second. <laughs> oh, can't do it. Falcons. Let's put it this way. I'm not betting on that game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next up, 
Uh-huh. Denver Broncos. Yeah. At Todd Bowles' New York Jets. Oh. Broncos. <laughs> I just think they get, they get too much pressure on a rookie quarterback. Yeah, who yeah, stopped yeah. throwing to a guy who got over a thousand yards, I think, last season. Yeah. Just hates Anderson. Absolutely <laughs> hates him. Which I'm fuming about because I've drafted Anderson. You did draft Anderson, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then we've got the Green Bay Packers. Uh-huh. NFC North matchup against the Detroit Lions. Oh, good game. Uh-huh. Super good game. I heard that. Super good game. I think that... Packers, Lions, Packers, Lions, Packers, Lions, Packers, Lions. I think that the Lions get that done. Ooh. In Detroit oh, do City. I? Do I think that? Yeah. Do you? Don't I think, you? I think... I don't know. I just feel like Rodgers has their number. But yeah, I think the Lions get it done. Okay. Notice how I haven't said anything about Connor. Mm. Uh, then we've got an AFC North matchup. Okay. It's the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. At the Cleveland Browns. Oh, good game. Yeah. Well, not really, but... Well, I'm not watching it. I think it's a good game. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. I think it's a good game because I think the Browns are going to win. Yay. Still not saying anything. Oh, <laughs> oh Connor, you wise man. Connor, what's he done? Uh, then we've got the Tennessee Titans, who like grounding out, uh, grounding out even mm. nine point wins. Yeah, <laughs> with teams, uh, they're playing the Buffalo Bills. Okay, who don't like scoring points at all most games. No, what was that matchup? It's the, it's the. I oh, sorry, I took there so was long. a no, there was a dog in the there was a dog going off. It's my there. dog snoring. Uh, yeah. it's the Titans at the Bills. Titans at the Bills. Oh, Orchard Park. Nice and cold. Yeah, it's super cold. Still. Mark I think, I think, team. I think the Bills will win that. The Bills? I think the Bills will win that, yeah. Josh Allen's going to beat the Titans' defence. Yeah. That's out of disrespect. Uh, Connor went for the Titans. Okay. So, back in the Bills. Yeah. That's a weird thing to do. Yeah, I know. Do you feel a bit icky doing that? Yeah. Are you sure you want to keep that pick? Mm, I've heard Connor's now, so I can't change. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, you're locked in on that one, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got... It could work out. Then you've got the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Just got spanked. <sighs> so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the road to the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> you squeezed a win against the Falcons. They did squeeze a win against the Falcons. They're back home. And I think the Bengals will win. You think the Bengals will win, do you? I do think they will. I think the teams are galvanised after a player's had a bad injury yeah I, I don't know statistics around it I just I know from my perspective and from seeing it previously They're playing for it, it tends to galvanise teams yeah okay so mm-hmm. Oakland Raiders oh he went for the Bengals as well yeah alright Oakland Raiders mm-hmm. got their first win in overtime against the Browns they did <laughs> claim the fame we can do it uh, they are <laughs> at <laughs> at your LA Chargers yeah, with Bosa back as well. Yeah. AFC West, ding dong. It is a ding dong, and I think we're going to win it. Charger. Chargers are going to win. Ooh. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. At the 49ers. Oh. Well, we talked about this earlier. Hit 49ers. <laughs> okay. They've got, they've got eight defensive lines they drafted in the top. Yeah, top yeah. ten. So yeah. like they got to win. Surely they got to win. 
You'd hope so. Uh, then you've got the LA Rams mm-hmm. at the Seattle Seahawks. Rams. Okay. The Minnesota Vikings, this is going to be a good one, at mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles. Vikings NFC at Eagles. NFC Championship matchup. Rematch. Oh. At. Vikings at Eagles. Um. Mini at Philly. Vikings. Vikings. Really? I think, I think that Cousins is a better quick QB. Than Wentz? No. Than Keenum. From last year. Oh, yeah. Not Wentz. Yeah. He's not a better call. But how does that Wentz. mean he's going to beat Wentz? Well, no, because they were close last year with, Ke- with Keenum. <laughs> so I think... They weren't close. Did I you think, see that I championship think, game? Yeah, I think they'll get there. That was a blowout. Yeah, I think they'll do it. Twas a blowout, sir. Twas, I think they'll what do what you're it. talking about. You think, okay. Thielen's well, my guy, so... He, well, he is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. Two games left then, King. Mm-hmm. Not many differences between you and Connor. No. Uh, if it comes down a, to the Patriots and the Colts and we fume with Brady if he loses <laughs> uh, so yeah first up we've got oh it's a, a Texas showdown we've got the Cowboys Ooh. at the Texans Texans okay a Monday night game <laughs> Monday night game yeah it's the Redskins uh-huh. off the bye yeah at the Saints oh good game now you picked the Redskins week three, and they came through for you, didn't they? They did come through for me. Beat the Packers. They did beat the Packers. I thought they would. Did they beat the Saints? And they did. Um, New Orleans showed they weren't indestructible in their own house. Yeah, they did. I, I completely agree with you. So I'm trying to, trying to make it even. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Saints in this one. How did I know you are going to go for the Saints on that one? All right. So there we go. So what were the differences? I don't even know anymore. There were so few. I think just Titans and Colts were the only two differences in that well, in that pick list. Yeah, fifteen games. It's a wise guy, that Connor. Yeah, well, you could both be wrong. Yeah, well, that can that can happen. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> as long as I'm writing the two differences, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. We'll be watching those closely. Mm. Um, so thank you very much, Connor, for putting in those picks. If you want to go up against the King, just let us know. You can email us um, details through the website jimtheking.com. Or obviously contact us on Twitter at Jim and the King. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the show done. That is week four covered, week five previewed in terms of picks. Yeah, which is all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And always remember, guys, if you do put a bet on and it does come through, we should get at least ten percent of the winnings. What if all of them come through? Well, just their acker. Are you joking? Whoever they're picking, if all of those come through. Yeah, <laughs> we deserve. If someone a bets on all jump. those, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, 10%. Actually, yeah, we'll just, take 10%. Just the, yeah, we'll take 10% of that. Come on. <laughs> if, if I get 15 games right, wow. Yeah, um, they put on 10p, then it's not enough. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so until next week, when hopefully we've got the other two guys back as well, and it's the full house. I've been Jim, that's been The King, and thank you so much for listening. <laughs>